just unlearning the things that we continue to step our toes on. It's just my entire story. There are so many pieces where I know that those were the things that were holding me up. And I'm so glad that I took the steps to go forward. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. Today, we're going to cover the things that we needed to unlearn from our past jobs or social conditioning when we became entrepreneurs. File this under a podcast topic that we wish we would have had when we were just starting out. Because many women go through a very predictable set of concerns and limiting mindsets when they are starting their journey. And that's what we want to speak about today. I know something that I want to cover right away is personal finances versus business investments. And this has come up a few times on this podcast as we talk to different entrepreneurs about their journeys. So in episode 38 with Kate Borsado, we were talking about a sales call that we were on where I was actually selling her into a $10,000 program. And she talked about how she had this really difficult time overcoming the idea of spending money on things that she needed. She needed it to grow her business. But she directly viewed it as something that was taking away from her family. So versus an investment in the future of her business. And then again, in episode 42 with Cara Lowenthal, she dove into the topic in a really powerful way where she talked about the root of this kind of thinking. So let's unpack this one a little bit. So women in comparison to men tend to have a difficult time spending money on startup costs, but what business can get started without any investment? Honestly, you'll be hard pressed to find one, even ones with high profit margins like online businesses. And sometimes by trying to bootstrap every single thing, you are actually setting yourself back. So why is this? It's because you are paying with one of the arguably most important currency that any of us have, and that is our time. And especially in this phase of life that we're in right now, I know I don't have extra time to give and you can always make more money, but you cannot buy back your time. So if you're thinking about investing in your business... Where would it be smart to spend money to condense that timeline for you? I know Kate Borsato in her episode, and then Abby in one of the episodes that we were talking about, Abby's timeline, both of them mentioned laptops. <laughs> like they couldn't even spend money on laptops. Like I call this the laptop issue because it's like something that you absolutely need for an online business these women couldn't even spend that to get it started. So we want you guys to really start to question that limiting belief of money as something you're taking away from your family. Rather, is it you investing in your future? 
Yeah, and that was in episode 31. And I remember being so truthful about this block I had around this $1,000 or $1,500 laptop and how I couldn't do it. I was using my work laptop that had no memory, would shut down almost every single time that we were trying to record an episode. But I do know that other people feel that way. And I feel this concern in my bones because I am definitely a penny pincher. I like to think of myself as being you know, so good with finances, but I also just cheap in some areas. However, there is definitely one area that I will and always will spend money. The piece that I will always spend money is on education. So take this back a couple of years. I'd been in my corporate job for over a decade and I knew that the entrepreneurial world it was something that was so foreign to me. But because I knew that I was going to stay at that job for the foreseeable future, I needed efficient information. And I needed it delivered to me in a way that was professional and that took me from A to Z right away. I didn't have the time to patch together the information and I wanted to learn from people that number one, I trusted, but number two, were doing what I wanted to do. In all of this, I had to unlearn seeing my business finances as my personal finances and rather treat my future business as an actual business. So what did I do? I invested in a course that's very, very similar to Purposeful Business. It was $2,000. And I also invested in a podcasting course that was an additional $800. And then just this past year, I bought another course on how to create courses. I know it's so meta. And that was $2,000 as well. So a lot of dollars going into education, but it was so eye-opening for me to see all the pieces that I simply didn't know before starting a business. I was able to learn these pieces alongside the course. Could I have pieced together all this information? I mean, maybe, but it would have taken me months and months, probably years. And I know that I would have still missed a lot of information. And the nice thing with courses is that they take you from A to Z without missing those pieces. So you can feel confident um, knowing that you have the steps to make that transformation. And I don't want to make mistakes. I don't want to miss something. I want to do it right. And I want to do it right from the start. And spending money upfront on a course is really the way to do this. It's the way to feel confident. It's the way to know what steps to take. It's the way to complete something without wondering if there's anything else that you could or should be doing. I love the course that I took, but the issue with this one specifically is that it was a little bit, I want to say, dated. So the business owner, incredibly famous, but just missed the mark on some of the newer pieces that really helped to run our businesses specifically. Um, it missed things like branding and how to relate that to social media. And these are such big pieces of a business. I was left craving a little bit more. Also, like we built a six-figure business without a website. So there's really other powerful platforms that we can be utilizing. But overall, this was some of the smartest money that I spent because I was able to fast track my dreams in a short amount of time. I could take the course while working that full-time job, which felt so great. I needed this because I was too nervous to quit entirely, but I still wanted to make forward progress and feel in alignment with my future. And I don't know if there's any of you out there that are in a job right now where your soul is screaming for more purpose, but that was the position that I was in. And I saw the course as an investment in the future that I wanted, a future where I felt more purpose. So if we fast forward to launching herself, Amy and I's other podcast, it reached the top of the charts early on, and it wouldn't have been possible in the time frame that it happened if I wasn't able to make some of those initial investments. I mean, simply put, when we implemented PHP's podcast, we turned that around in just weeks because we had the confidence built, the skills built from taking the course, 
and it just worked out so well. So just unlearning the things that we continue to step our toes on. It's just my entire story. There are so many pieces where I know that those were the things that were holding me up. And I'm so glad that I took the steps to go forward. We want to take a quick break from our podcast partner, BetterHelp Online Therapy. So in this episode, we're talking all about unlearning things when becoming an entrepreneur. And one thing that I stubbed my toe on a lot in the beginning was on boundary setting. And then I would get resentful because other people were walking all over my imaginary boundaries that I wasn't even setting or abiding by myself. I spoke with my therapist, Susan, on this topic a lot. And she just helped provide the clarity and also some tools and resources that I could use to help myself with setting these boundaries, being confident in them, and also communicating them properly. So if this is something that you stub your toes on, or if any part of the mental health puzzle is something that you know you need help on, we cannot recommend better help therapy enough. And our listeners do get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash her purpose. Again, that's betterhelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash her purpose for 10% off your very first month. Exactly. And that timeline is so important. As we talked about, we're in a phase of life where we don't have time to give. And so when we created Purposeful Business, our course, which is actually launching for the second time ever next week, it was really to serve the woman who has a really full plate, just like us. So whether that's work, children, or both, we don't want that to get in between her and her dreams. And we know that she'll be able to start an online business much faster than if she was patching all of this knowledge together on her own. And it's pretty simple, although it's not necessarily easy, but by making an investment in yourself and your business, it's going to pay dividends to reach your goal faster. And when you make money faster, there are a lot more opportunities waiting for you. So whether that's you wanting to quit your job or to pay for daycare, or just to have a greater impact, whatever that is for you. Yeah, I think courses are such a good way to do that. I know all three of us have taken our fair share because we believe in them. And getting back to things that we might have to unlearn when we become entrepreneurs, one of them that I wanted to bring up, it was my mindset. So I'm going to go into that a little bit. So say you start out and you're tackling your first expenses, things that Abby was just talking about. Well, then down the road, guess what happens? The need for more capital comes up and then you're going to have to navigate that as well. So we're often challenged and we have to continue to grow. As entrepreneurs, we have to be able to take the right calculated risks and leaps. So we have to get ourselves out of an employee mindset. Employees in the good ones, chances are that you're invested in the success of the company that you are working for. But the buck doesn't stop with you. There are other people in the final decision. So I had to unlearn the employee mindset because I no longer could wait for someone else to give me permission or to make the final decision. I had to learn how to step into that and take calculated risks and leaps as an entrepreneur. Now I see it as one of the most rewarding and exciting parts of my job. I wanted to give you guys a quick example for context. With Expecting and Empowered, Crystal and I, my co-founder and I, my sister, <laughs> we knew that we wanted to start to aim 
towards an app. This was over a year ago. We were getting feedback from our customers that they wanted it to be more usable. And we could also take a look at the industry around us and see that many fitness companies were going towards an app. So it felt like the next right move. And it was a big investment, not only of money, but of our very small team's resources. So many times during the process, we had to coach ourselves and make sure that we were keeping our eyes on the prize. We were future focused and future planning rather than taking the easier or less expensive route. At the end of the day, Crystal and I, we were going to be the ones that made our dreams happen. We had to buy into it, be confident so that our team knew that we were leading the ship in the right direction, a direction that we felt really confident in. So I talked about this concept a little bit in episode 32, but what is the next right yes? for you. You have to decide when you're on the path of entrepreneurship, what the answer to that question is, because it's you that is answering it now. Yes. And this next one, it really excited all three of us. We love that feeling that we are in charge of our own lives, that we get to say what that yes is. And this comes with entrepreneurship. And if I'm honest, I am continuing to unlearn being on an employee's schedule and learn that a workday does not have to be nine to five, for example. So I don't have to feel bad if I take a walk after lunch and I don't have to feel bad if my kids are sick and I need to be home with them. And this is part of the reason that I wanted to do something on my own was the idea that I could leave early on a Friday and go visit my family who lives a state away or pick up my kids every day at four o'clock or even go biking in the middle of the day when it just happens to be Sunday that day. We want to have a work-life balance that feels good for us. And we want to have spaciousness in our lives and in our days so that each of us feel in alignment. Now, this didn't happen overnight. The three of us are very much still working towards our ideal schedules and workloads. But since the beginning of pursuing her purpose, we know that it starts with us. We're the leaders of this company and the culture that we set, it trickles down to our employees. And when we dream, we also dream about our future employees, how they'll have fully paid maternity leave, something that I never had, that they're going to have sound personal time off so that they can feel balanced too. And that people are getting to work in their zone of genius, not just getting tasks done that need to get done. And that is honestly the power and the beauty of building something on your own. You're going to be able to create a world that you want to see. And that is the mission that we are on right now. So it might be really powerful to ask yourself, what is the future that I want to see? What's that future look like for me, for my children, for my future employees, for even my clients and my customers? How am I impacting and changing their lives? And how can I actively create that right now by taking those small steps towards that vision? And we just love dreaming right alongside you. So if you know that the next step towards your vision for your life and business is joining us in our second class of Purposeful Business, make sure to check out the show notes where you can sign up for our wait list and be the first to know. Last time, heads up, guys, we sold out in 90 minutes. So we know that there are a lot of you waiting for this exact moment. And we want to be there to support you to learn and unlearn certain things that are no longer serving you and help you step into the next level and the next version of yourself. 
We also want to help you launch that profitable online business that has been on your wish list for a long time. We've used our years of experience combined with the businesses we've created, the courses we've taken, and learning what you need to create this A to Z transformation. So for the second launch, our price is going to be $1,197. For those of you who join right away on April 18th and 19th, we're going to be offering a $200 discount, which brings this course below $1,000. And know that you have access to this course for life with all the updates that we've already made and will continue to come in the future. So even if you're still just dipping your toes in the entrepreneurial waters, join us this round and get started on a path filled with more purpose and where you feel more aligned.